the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Let's get it underway on a Tuesday, and we have a full crew in today. <clears throat> Excuse me. Bible guys will not be here today. Uh, Pastor Scott is out of town. Steve is working early, and Billy doesn't have a ride. So that's just the way it rides today on the Dave Ellswick Show. They will be back next uh, week. I had a couple of questions uh, that came in. I'll hold them until uh, next week. All right, now, Elizabeth is here. Good to see her again. It's Good been morning. almost three weeks now since I've really even talked to Elizabeth. I, I went on vacation this year, as I told you, and I just told everybody, don't call me, don't text me unless, you know, you're dying or whatever. And uh, people did, people did good. <laughs> they did they did good. Yeah. Heather Beach is here. She was here uh both of the Tuesdays that I was gone, and uh, you guys got along with Alan Kerr. Nobody was hurt. Nobody, no, no blood or it anything like that. Little, I think. Yeah. Yeah. As I, as I like to say, no, no blood, no foul. So uh, that that went on. Uh, Alan texted me and said he had a fantastic time with y'all. He had a really, really good time. Good. And and he just stood up. He's one of the good guys. All right. Yeah, he, is. he he fought against. Uh, the whole thing about uh, the stuff about being having elections at any time. Uh, yeah. the, I mean, he fought that for six years straight. He fought that. He was a, uh, of course, quorum court member first. Then he became a state representative. Then he became the uh, um, insurance commissioner, basically. Uh, I used to kid him. I used to call him the commissar. Uh, and, uh, and, and he's just a good all around good guy. He came back, he's working again because he said I had to make some money. So he's, he's doing, doing well now. So he did a great job. We appreciate him. Now, Megan, I've not met Megan my first time. She was here last week. So, uh, welcome. Thank you. Good all morning. Right. I'm glad I'm going to move here. you about, move you up on your microphone a little bit so we can hear you real good. As far as like real good, that's can you hear me now. You sound so southern. My southern thing coming out there, real good. Did you hear what the New York governor said to the people of uh, of New York? You know, this governor Kathy, what is it? Hochul is that how she pronounces her name? O h o c h u l. She took over for Cuomo when he stepped down. Mm-hmm. She no. told she told the crowd yesterday. I know you're vaccinated. You're the smart ones. But you know there are people out there who aren't listening to God and what God wants. And, wow. Yeah. Wow. And yeah. Uh, then she went, you know, she uh, 
has told people she doesn't want a religious exemption for anybody. So that, that that's her faith. But this is what God wow. wants. But she also said that she wanted these people to be her apostles. I heard that quote and about swallowed my teeth. Yeah, that's what? pretty good. Yeah, she wants people to be her God apostles. God gave us the vaccines, and you need to be my apostles and help spread yeah. the gospel oh of vaccination. People, we can't yeah. even deal with these people. Are using Hitler? Hitler? Disgusting. <laughs> Disgusting. Yeah. They just go off the deep end uh, oh a lot of this stuff. Kind of, wow. It's just yeah. really, really crazy. Uh, there's big stories that are out there. I still want to talk some uh, today about what the House is trying to do, first of all. They're trying to codify Roe v. Wade. All right. Now, you might not know what codify means. It just means they want to make it the law of the land, which, as far as I'm concerned, if they try to do that, all they will do is force it in front of the Supreme Court quicker. Yeah. Uh, than really what they want to do. Uh, it's coming up in November, I think, uh, the Mississippi law that makes uh, abortion illegal in Mississippi from, what did they say, five weeks on? It's pretty early, yeah. Yeah, I think it's five weeks. Is, if I'm not mistaken, I should, I'll call. I'll text Rose Mims and, and ask her. She'll, she'll get me back something on that. But uh, if you don't think... That for the Democratic Party, that abortion is not their holy sacrament. All you have to do is look mm-hmm. at what, how they're reacting now, how Biden is reacting, how the, the women of the House are reacting. I mean, this flies in the face of uh, what most people feel about abortion. Most people are not for unlimited abortion. The majority... Uh, men and women in this country are not for that. And uh, I just like watching them, you know, self-implode because that's ca- kind of what they're doing. Well, you hit the nail on the head when you said it's their sacrament. Yeah. No, no, this no. Is a Holy religion. sacrament. It, well, this right. is a religion to them. <laughs> yes, to you murder, better believe it is. To murder. Christ. Yeah. And yeah. They have no problem. Who are those other groups that think that's okay? I think they're called Satanists. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. They believe right. that. Yeah. That's true. They've made, they've made that clear. And Sacrifice. I always get a kick out that we're always called the Nazis, mm-hmm. all right? And and projection is what the left does. They they say we are certain things when, when in fact, we're not, but they are. Right. Okay? Yep. You know, I, I always want to quote Pee Wee Herman when mm-hmm. I talk about the left. <laughs> I know yours, but what am I? You know what I mean? <laughs> That's kind of that's kind of how I feel about the uh, left a lot of times. If you hear them say, you know, the right's doing X, Y, Z, that's the first thing you need to think of is look around back at them because right. they're they're telling you what they are right. doing. Exactly. I mean, look, Atifa has been saying that we're the Nazis all along, when in fact we're not the ones asking for books to be burned. We're right. not the the people that are going in and setting buildings on fire. It's Antifa. It mm-hmm. is the left. They are. They are the fascists. Exactly. They really are. They really are. Us. And who? Yep. I mean, Not has anybody? Them. You know, why did all those rioting and 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 incidents from last summer stop? See, we're we're into a new a new news cycle, so people aren't thinking about all that stopped. Mm-hmm. Why yeah. did it stop? Because the king decreed. Right. As soon as Biden was there, he decreed only when I say and only for the reasons I tell you. Yeah, right. And that's they're obeying. They're yeah. obeying. 
Yeah, well, that's what makes them really scary. It is really scary. Yeah, it makes them really scary. Again, (laughs) if you go on my web page, I don't know if it's still there. If it's not, I'll put it up again. And, And my list of books you must read. And if you read, you'll understand what's happening today in our country. You know, you'll read 1984, you'll read Brave New World, you'll read uh, Animal, Animal Farm. Farm, you'll read all of those <laughs> books and you'll understand, number one, you'll understand a whole lot more about socialism, mm-hmm. but number two, you'll understand what's going on in here. And then I always recommend that you read the book of Revelations. Yeah, the Naked Communist, it's also Yeah, I got one. that on my... Yeah. I've, I, I've read that, too. So it's it's all out there for you to read. Right. And it explains what's going on. And more and more uh, intellectuals on the right are writing books now about all of it. Yeah. Problem is, I don't really know how many people really sit down and read a book. If you don't want to read it, that's fine. Listen to it. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, become cognizant and become understanding of what's happening mm-hmm. around you yeah, i think more and more Super people are waking up yes, yes, they, are. yes. they are i keep hoping i keep hoping we're, we're really a busy do. society right now so like you said if you can't find time to sit down and read you could get audible that's what i do or in the library has a lot of these books but like 1984 that's a good book to look into animal farm uh, listen to it when you're driving to work. Whatever. You know, some, Just... animals, uh, <laughs> some all, animals. All animals are equal, but some animals are more equal than others. Than right. That's yeah. the one that you really. That's the one. You've got. There's certain things that you have got to understand. That and these people who wrote these books were anti-socialists back in the beginning of the 20th century, right. mm-hmm. when socialism was really, really raising its head. Mm-hmm. It's not raising its head now. I don't know where we're at. Yeah, well, yeah. it's not even raising its head. It's full blown now. It's full blown. I, I yeah. always like to remind people that my father, who fought with Patton during World War II, uh, and I don't say that is, well, yeah, I do. I say I'm proud that my father fought with Patton during World War II. But I, I'm always asked many times by listeners, uh, what would your dad think of now? Oh. And I said he'd be cleaning his M1 rifle because <laughs> what people are espousing from the halls of the House and the Senate are the things that he fought against in World War II. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're the fascists. Oh, yeah. Understand that. They are the fascists. Yep. And, and if you don't mean? believe that, feel free to call in A230965 and we'll discuss we'll it. Talk about it. <laughs> yes, yes. You know, that's what we can do. We can discuss it. You, I know for the left, you don't like to discuss, but that's okay. Yeah. Remember when we were at that rally last year, Elizabeth? And that guy was out there calling us the Nazis. Do you remember oh, that? Oh, yes. I do remember, actually. <laughs> that the two people that were across the street right. making all the noise. They tried their Nazis. best. I'm like, what? Hardboard I mean, and screaming at us, calling yeah. us Nazis. Yeah. Well, one of the you favorite. Were there, yeah, 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 you were there. Yeah. One of the favorite tactics, y'all, is to take these words that we all know what they mean, and then mm-hmm. flip them upside down on their heads, and everybody goes. Well, they we always, don't know what's do going on. They always do that. They always do that. Yes. I take you back two, three years ago when Riffra was being yes. discussed, and I went out front to. Uh, to speak to the folks and say that the RIFRA was going to pass, watered down RIFRA because the governor uh, caved you, governor on Asa it. He, he, and he, his nephews. he caved on that. But uh, I was talking about it, and people to the left were like, do not judge. Do not judge. And I looked at him, I said, read your Bible in context. <laughs> 
and they just look at me. You know, and that's the key. They're not looking at it uh, in in context. Okay, get get our first break in. Let's do that. We'll be back with more. The ladies' power panel is in. We got the feminine side in today. I'm I am treading in estrogen today here on on the Dave Ellswick show. All right, if you couldn't stay up late, and probably if you're working today. Uh, at eight o'clock, you got to be at work. You probably didn't stay up and watch the whole game. But the Cowboys won last night. Uh, they beat Philadelphia at uh, at Jerry World, so it was uh, it was a good game. Uh, Cowboys looked pretty stout last night. Got to give them credit. So we'll see what happens uh, with that. I like that they are not doing anything in the pregame because uh, I think the NFL understands. You know, they they decide to play that black national anthem before the games and all of that um most of the fans don't like it at all so they're being smart and they're just not showing people you know taking these and stuff of that nature they're just showing the game i'll just say it again this is what the left like it's what it looks like it's not what we're doing it's what it looks like so if we don't show you it didn't happen it's just like what happened on the border a week or, or more ago they got all those pictures of what was going on under that bridge with 10,000 or 15,000 immigrants. And, they spun and the next day they tried to shut down the drone pictures. When they found out they couldn't do that, they moved all the people away and recleaned the whole area where it looks like you never had a soul there. And that means that it never happened. It's called right? gaslighting. It's yes, called it gaslighting. That's exactly what that is, is called. really irritating. You want to know the other part of that that's the crazy part of it? And I'll let you ladies talk about this is the guys that went in on the horses oh and they gosh. said they had whips. gaslighting major they didn't have, they didn't have whips they, didn't have they had reins to control the horses right. is what they had it's, it's called ignorance the, yeah the and, angle of the picture yeah, too they don't know what they're talking Perception. about and yeah mm-hmm. yeah you have to see it from different angles right see what was really happening even the photographer right. who took that picture that's not what's going on right yeah yeah. what's interesting is and it's a book here's another book i recommend <laughs> that you read all that glitters isn't gold. All right, written by a uh, a journalist when journalists really did exist, and uh, you know she explains how they set up stories and then pursue the narrative. She spends about three chapters talking about years ago. But it's about uh, it's going to be about fifteen years now. Uh, they had so much rain in Phoenix, Arizona that they were telling everybody, if you watch the news, Phoenix was underwater. There was water coming over the bridges and the major thoroughfares. And And here's the key. It was happening in one intersection. One One. intersection. (laughs) But that's all they showed, so everybody Mm -hmm. thought there was something else that was Mm -hmm. there. And they do this all the time now. They do. And what's really sad, and being a, a former journalist... Uh, it really bothers me is that they don't tell you the whole story, which is as a journalist what you're supposed to do. Right. Mm-hmm. That's that was looking. what journalism used to be. We've said this before. Used to be objective. Mm-hmm. Now it's all about. Objective. I want to be an activist. That's why I'm a journalist. Right. I want to be an activist. Push my agenda. Yeah. We. <laughs> well, that's what they out. call it. Activist yeah. journalism. Yes. Right. Which journalists are telling the truth and seek those ones out and see you know which ones are spinning the real story and telling the truth and giving us different options because we keep looking to the same people over and over who are giving us the the wrong side what is that doing the same thing over and over again expecting a different result well i know a lot of people say well look there's there's all kinds of news out there now that you see 
when you sit down, if you're watching TV, I don't even know what time the inter- uh, the ABC, NBC, CBS do their newscasts anymore. Is it five thirty? The six o'clock or something. Haven't like watched that. them forever. I, I, yeah, I don't even but, watch but, them. Well, the key, well, <laughs> the major the key is this: TV channels. The, the majority, the majority of people get their news still from that half hour. Yeah. Yes. Right. Yes. I from mean, the left, true. they're counting on that. Too. You know, you watch mm-hmm. Fox or you watch, um, you know, One News or whatever you watch. Know that you're in the minority watching them. Right. They're watching the the network newscast. That is the majority right. of people. That's where they're getting their diet. Right. That's why people I know are watching things like One America News and Newsmax and America's Voice, trying to hear the straight scoop rather than the propaganda that's being pushed through the major networks. And if you, and you know, the, as as Elizabeth said, what you can do, and 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 you do it this way, um, you can figure it out. Watch both of them. Okay. Right. If you, you can should. take it, yeah. yeah. Really Watch should. both of them, yep. and then. Make up your mind Damn. of what, what you you're seeing. Do. You need different opinions in your life. People are always asking me, why don't you get rid of these Democrats that are harassing you all the time on your social media? I'm like, because I don't want to. I want to hear their side. I want to hear what they have to say because if I just stay in my lane all the time, I'm not going to have a different perspective. doesn't mean I necessarily need to you go you got to have something direction. to laugh about. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, a little I'm entertainment serious. in the world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Elizabeth, tell you, I've, I've done this ever since I got to, right. to Arkansas. And that is, I let you say whatever you want to say, and especially if I know what you're saying is just a, a whole exactly. bunch of hokum. Right. Because I'll I'm give you, all, you the, all the all the rope, rope you need, need to yeah. hang yourself. You just that go happened right to ahead. me. That happened to me recently. I had a girl that jumped on one of my Facebook posts, and I'm like, you realize there's like 10,000 people that are looking at your post right now? You own a business in Little Rock, and people know who you are, and you are making a fool out of yourself right now. You know? And they're all looking yeah, at you. They're looking at you. And I mean, she was cussing at me. Uh-huh. On, do you remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You just let them hang themselves. Yeah. And I was like, hey, all right. Like, again, when they show themselves out like that, it's nothing mm-hmm. but pure D vitriol right. and evil and anger. Right. And nastiness. Right. Right. And nothing. I mean, we had a nice experience in Faulkner County. We recently passed a pro-life resolution in our quorum court. Oh, and that, we were, did that get finally passed? I mean, it you did, did pass it? It did. Good. We had it in committee one week, passed Super. it the next week. However, we did get two weeks' worth of entertainment, if you will, because, of course, the left was not at all happy. So we had a gal try to stand up and tell us that she was pro-choice, and she believes in pro-life. You know, being pro-choice means pro-life. Right. Mm-hmm. And that there was no judgment in the Bible, and uh, it was very entertaining. <laughs> it she doesn't read the Bible then, because... Yeah. People that, that murder children and babies and innocents um, will be judged. Nope. The Bible says it. Yeah. They'll find out one yep. day. They will. And it's, yeah. it's sad. I like how they say, well, you're not supposed to judge them. And it just says, no, that's not what the Bible says. You might want to go back and, you know, reread those sections of Scripture. And may I suggest that you read the verses before <laughs> what you're trying to say out of the Bible and after yeah. what it is Context. that you're saying yep. you yeah. have to open the bible first before you can <laughs> even talk about the bible well you're right about that you need to read yeah. what it says these people don't and and don't just take the word i don't even take the word of my own pastor okay mm-hmm. yep. i read what he's taken his his sermon from and uh, I, there's been a couple of times that i've disagreed right. disagreed with him and that's okay yeah. you know He's just a human being. As also. Long, yeah. Here's yeah. what I always say. 
as long as it has nothing to do with eternal things, we can discuss yes. it. Yeah, exactly. Right? exactly. If it's eternal things, there's no discussion. No, right. It's it set is in what stone. It is. Mm-hmm. All right? right. That's set. That is set in stone. I am sure if you're, you know, a Christ follower, you might have had the people who, who uh, respond to things that you say when you talk about you know, what the Bible has to say about abortion and about murder and and things of that nature and and they say oh you believe in the zombie jesus you know that's their their way of trying to be funny yeah Yeah. you know he he rose from the dead you know like the zombie so they always say that here's my comeback to them and it's it's an all heartfelt belief all right jesus shed his blood for you too That's all right. right. That's, That's all right. I say. Whether yep. you guess what they understand don't want even, that or not, they'll, they'll say things like, "I don't want anything to do with his with his blood." And I said, yeah. "You better, dis, you know, decide what you're saying there." Yeah, they do. Yeah, you know, like I was saying earlier, hold your hold your thought. Back with more in a moment. All right, we're back. State Senator Kim Hammer. We called him, asked him to come on by phone. Kim, I'll have you know. Thank you. I'm allowing you to do this by phone. I'm not asking you to drive to the studio. Well, Dave, if I drove to the studio, all your Facebook guests right now would drop off. <laughs> Listen, you guys are going to be meeting starting tomorrow. Of course, there's going to be a big rally on the steps of the Capitol tomorrow at noon. There's a Medical mul- freedom. A, a whole multitude of people are going to speak. It tells me that it is election time again. Yeah. But the bo- bottom line, would be interesting to see what a lot of people have to say. Uh, what are you all going to take up uh, during this? I mean, I was thinking that we wouldn't see you all back together again until it was time to start voting on the maps of, you know, how things are going to be set up as far as voting districts and things of that nature. But evidently, that's not the case. What are you guys hoping to accomplish starting tomorrow? Uh, of course, the uh, way the resolution was written, it is kind of limiting as far as what we can come in to cover during the uh, conclusion of the recessed uh, session. There are four key main points on there, a couple of them just standard stuff like take up that the governor had vetoed any bills, those type of things. But one of the... Uh, most debated points is what are we able to take up related to COVID? And so uh, any of the bills that will be introduced, uh, of which I know one got introduced yesterday, I think by Senator Garner uh, dealing with unemployment. If you were terminated because you didn't take the vaccine, you'd be able to draw unemployment. I, I don't know the fine details of that. I just sat next to him yesterday and he said he had filed it. Um, but I do know there'll be a bill that'll uh, be introduced or is supposed to be introduced that'll deal with the vaccine mandate and some of the uh, some of the solutions hopefully as to dealing with it um, might be a few other things I know there's a resolution out there floating around that uh, maybe would condemn uh, President Biden and his handling of the withdrawal from Afghanistan oh yeah so, wow oh yeah we like that Good. one yeah so so there's going to be I, I mean it's going to be anything that you think that you can get the support for in order to get heard. But, you know, technically it's going to need to somehow or another attach itself to the way the resolution was written and the four key points in there. Um, obviously, the main reason we're coming is to uh, get the uh, congressional maps out 
the Senate and the House maps probably won't be ready until October sometime when we come back for a special session. But um, getting the um, getting the congressional maps out is is one of the priorities. So are you are you saying that tomorrow you all probably will end the session then for for no. the Mr. No? no you're just going to no. you're going to keep it there the way you have it. We're, we're coming in, and as I understand it, uh, we'll be coming in, but we're going to try to conduct you know, some business as long as it's germane to the way the resolution was written. And there's some things that people feel are germane to that resolution, so we'll actually you know, probably be taking up some stuff. Um, but it's going to have to be, you know, somehow or another, it's got to attach itself to that resolution. That's the common denominator. So... Um, those bills were filed, and so we gotta, you know, we gotta take them up and deal with them one way or the other. All right. So to be able to bring something up that's not in those four points is this the, the thing that I keep hearing about? If two thirds of you agree to hear on it, you can bring it forth. It's a higher threshold, um, and then there's some, you know, there there's some maneuvering on the. Send it in that if you can get 18 people to change the rule, um, you know, you could change the rule to that. So there's there's going to be, I think, some maneuvering trying to um, either change the rule to make it to where some things could be heard. I know there's a big, uh, you know, I know there's a big push out there about CRT. You know, people want us to take that up. Of course, the mm-hmm. vaccine mandate, um, I don't think it'll be as hard to get something heard on the vaccine mandate because it's related to i think point number three in the resolutions point three or point four Good. um dealing with covid so anything covid attached that can tie itself to that resolution right. has a good chance to be heard just by the fact it could be attached to the resolution anything outside of that it's going to require a higher threshold i think of two-thirds votes in order to get it heard because it's not germane to the resolution or will change the rule to lower it to a threshold of you know 51% or 18 votes. Or like I like to say, you know, you need to be germane to my Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but anyway. <laughs> I guess I'm a little confused, Senator Hammer. What, I mean, if we're reconvening a regular session, why are we so restricted in what can be discussed? I don't understand that. Because of the resolution that allowed us to recess the session because it had not been done before. So the resolution um, defined the terms upon which we were able to recess and what, oh. we would be, and what we would come back in to conduct. So it was, you know, it was a resolution that created that pathway for us to recess mm-hmm. instead of adjourn and then come back in. So are y'all going to be bringing up um, Ballinger's bill and Garner's bill? Are y'all going to, do they tie in together? Um, the you, are you talking about the bill that uh, Rep- or Senator Garner filed yesterday? Correct. Is that, is that in Ballinger's yes. and Ballinger's bill about the um, the vaccine mandates coming down from the employers? You tie those I'm together. A, I'm a, well, I don't think they'll be tied. They won't be tied together. But on, I would only say this: there's an effort, and Senator Ballinger is involved in the discussion um, to create a pathway forward. For that subject matter to be addressed yeah. um that's about all i feel comfortable saying right now okay. but it's um he is involved in the he is in the discussion okay. and and um we've i think we've heard loud and clear uh the basis 
intent of us, you know, taking that matter up, not just letting it right. lay dormant yeah. and adjourn yeah. before it's heard. So, right. Have you heard anything about the uh, Supreme Court and the mask mandate? Because we've, you know, it's been put on hold by that one judge. Uh, it's going to have to be determined by the Arkansas Supreme Court. Are they saying when they want to hear that? Two weeks. Two weeks. I, I've not been privileged to say that conversation. So it's, if it's I said two, anything, I'd it, be. Heather? Leslie put out a thing um, last week. It's supposed to be heard in two weeks. It's two weeks. Okay. Expedited, you know. So it would have been nice if they would have heard it while they were still in session. Right. You know, so we could get something done. If it's if it's two weeks, um, we still have to have a special session because we still have to deal, you know, with with uh, redistricting senators and the House House and senators and the tax cuts. You know, and there's probably probably a few other things that will float up that may get put on there because it is a special session so if they get that in two weeks we're not talking about a special session until um, late october i mean there's oh, okay. a good chance that that would be done with and we could pick it up in the special so there's a lot that's still going to be determined during the month of october here in the state of arkansas is what you're saying i'm i'm saying that it's just as busy <laughs> as when we were in session um you know congressional mapping has if any of y'all were watching the meeting yesterday, there's so many different maps out there, and we got to narrow oh, it down to to the one. And so it's there's a lot going on this month. Yes. Well, you know what I like? There's no Fayetteville finger this time. <laughs> no, <laughs> uh, no, no. And, and, and it's the first time the Republicans have had the chance. Yes, it is. To do it, and we need to uh, we need to do it in a way that. Ten years from now, they won't be saying we created one finger, two fingers, three, or the whole hand. Yeah. Oh, so. yeah. well, you know, no matter what we do, they will say right. we didn't do it correctly. Well, yeah. what they, <laughs> I, I like what they say. This is just leading in us into corruption. Well, let's always remember that the only people who have done the redistricting is the Democrats, right. and it takes one to know one. It takes right. one to know one. That's what I would They would take full advantage of it if they had control. Yeah. So yeah. what time do we um, go into session on Wednesday? We looked on the calendar yesterday and didn't see anything for the session. It, it may get put on there today. The letter came out yesterday afternoon. We're in at 10 o'clock in the morning, and... Uh, leadership has put out the statement for the most part when we get there we're staying there till we're done so um no lunch break (laughs) recess is gone girl no oh no are you bringing a cot in is that what you're saying (laughs) i'm i'm bringing an attitude that once we get there it's gonna get 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 done and be done and okay go home all right and i'm sure you'll be talking about this on your show on saturday am i correct yes if i'm if i'm not at the capitol doing business i may pull a dave ellswick and set up a table at the capitol and do it there so that would be cool (laughs) yeah that would be very cool yeah and you have an obu ball game on the radio at noon is there one on saturday i believe so okay well We'll get the times, and I'll, we'll get I'll get where it's going, where you can hear it. You can always hear it on your Facebook, correct? Yes, and, and I will this week uh, because it is such an active week, and things are. I, I mean, I've never seen the interest in a session, um, mm-hmm. the tail end of a session like this one. This one, 
like all eyes are on it. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. So Saturday, I'll do a, I'll do a wrap up and we'll work out the details of how or when, and um, you know, make sure everybody's got got it live once we once we get things. And it may still be going on Saturday. We don't, we don't know. Might be still happening, Should and you find out when a man who's you know very very uh, prepared and is you know doing his thing in that session. You need to listen to uh, State Senator Kim Hammer's show right here on 101.1 FM, The Answer. Uh, Senator, thanks for your time. We appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. You're welcome. All All right. Enjoy your show. Thanks. All right. Now. Appreciate it. Mm, bye-bye now. All right. So that's Didn't Kim even have Hammer. to come in or anything. See, that's a difference between, you know, doing just talk and doing talk with news, and that has having a newsmaker on and telling you really what's yes, going right. down. Yep. There. Now, we got people that are going to be meeting tomorrow on the steps of the Capitol. We'll tell you about that when we come back. I've got Heather here. I've got uh, Elizabeth here. And we have Megan here as well. We'll return here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Let me remind you about PI Roofing. You need some work done on your roof. PI Roofing is the company to let do that work. That's the only people I let work on my roof. PI Roofing and I told you here in the next year I'll probably have to have a new roof put on uh, my house and these are the people that I trust because I've I've number one they've been advertising with me for 20 years number two anything that's gone wrong with my roof over the last 20 years including a hailstorm that made a, a new roof necessary they've done the work and have done an outstanding professional job. And I know Elizabeth has used them as well. Uh, Her neighbors have used them as well. My neighbors have used them as well. Uh, They're the people to turn to when you're looking at uh, roofing, and that's P.I. roofing. Uh, 707-35-3551 is the number, and uh, you can go ahead and go online to piroofing.com. All right. We will continue here on the uh, the Dave Ellswick Show. We go until Live. 8 o'clock <laughs> in the morning. There's something coming up on uh, tomorrow that you will not want to miss. This is happening at the state capitol steps uh, at noon, high noon. It's the rally for medical freedom. Now, I'm going to tell you who's going to be there. There's going to be a lot of people that are going to be there. Uh, state Senator Bob Ballinger will be there. Jan Morgan's going to be there. Uh, Brant Smith, a state representative, will be there. Senator Trent Garner is going to be there. Senator Alan Clark, Senator Dan Sullivan, Iverson Jackson, uh, John Thurston, Secretary of State, Judge Joseph Wood, uh, along with, uh, is that Sarah Dunklin? Is that mm-hmm. who that is? Right. Okay. I'm not, a, I'm not familiar that well with Sarah. Some activists. Uh, oh. Heather Heather Beach is going to be there. Heather Beach will be there. And it says power panel. Yes. Uh, State Senator Jason Rapert will be there, along with uh, Jeffrey Kennard, uh, Sheriff Chris Brown. Yes. And uh, Mrs. Arkansas is going to be there. It's Sherry Bales, correct? Mm -hmm. Okay. So so bring a lawn chair. That's what it says. It says bring a lawn chair. It's going to be a little while. Because you want to say, well, I. One, two, three, four, twelve, fifteen speakers. Yeah. Uh, that you know, if they only talk ten minutes, you know, it's a, it's a lot of time. Yes, yeah, it's such it an is. important thing that we need these people there. We need the activists and the senators. And 
yeah the sheriffs it's, it's, it's a awesome. super big indication to me of how important this right. issue is it that is. so many people have said they want to speak and we need to show arkansas that we are all about medical freedom absolutely <laughs> coercion is not consent right it's not going to work here it's and not we can going set an to example work. for the rest of the country right? that's you know? correct so come show up bring your signs bring your flags right yep. there's going to be some folks flying flying flags off the trucks driving yeah. up and down it's going to be a lot of fun i think there's going to be some food trucks there there's going to be some food trucks on their lunch break yeah nope. you're going to want so. some food to be you need to get something to eat yeah it's just the way it works right but uh, i i don't know what presence. kind of food's going to be there <laughs> okay i promise you that we won't have meow burgers uh that's going back to my childhood there was a restaurant in east chicago uh indiana uh that was very very popular until the garbage man uh was finding the heads of kittens and that's why we started saying on their menu they had meow burgers oh no it's disgusting they will have better food tomorrow (laughs) yeah there'll be be better food there won't be any of that no there won't be that And, and i just had to work that story in because <laughs> the reaction I got from Heather's typical reaction that I get from that from that story, but it happened. Yeah. It was it it definitely happened, yeah. and that because I'm from that part of the country. I'm just telling you where they eat cats. Where they eat cats. Well, they eat cats. The people, yeah, well, up up in that part of uh, Indiana, uh, a lot of and I'm not saying that these folks. Or tried and true that way. Yeah. But a lot of Slavic <laughs> folks yeah. live in that area. Well, I mean, we eat raccoon yeah. here. That's okay. true. So that's true. We eat alligator and all the kinds. Yeah. Well, you know, frog alligator legs. is good, man. It is. So we're frog legs, but some yeah. of the people from north are like, oh, it's my not God. Kittens. <laughs> it's not kittens. It's one of my favorite, car- <laughs> my favorite Gary Larson ca- cartoons <laughs> is, the, is the frog that's on the little... Uh, thing the wood with the wheels uh-huh. pushing himself down the street with his with his knuckles oh. Oh, yeah. and in yeah. back it says sail on frog legs oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i love that gary larson so I, uh, gary larson i miss you uh, <laughs> he doesn't do it anymore he knows he couldn't do what no. he did uh-uh. anymore yeah. uh-uh. you know he just he just couldn't that's why I was, you're so hurtful and so ugly with that remark. I, am. Yeah. I mean, oh. should I? Come on, what's wrong I gotta with comedy? I got to get a sound effect, uh, Heidi, for um, a trigger sound effect of some kind. <laughs> yeah, so that it doesn't, so people don't get caught off guard. I'll get like uh, the klaxon when you're diving in a submarine or something. Okay, this is a trigger alert have you ever been frog again before yes i have it's fun yeah i have i've been alligator hunting before that is even more fun acquired tastes folks yeah here's what people don't understand about alligators you know they strike and then they go into what they call the death twist right Mm -hmm. yeah and that's how they you know twist arms off and legs Mm -hmm. and things but they can only do that for a very short period of time right and then they have an incredibly quick lactic acid buildup and they just lie there in the water there. Yeah. And then you get some duct tape and go around their snout and mm-hmm. uh, tie their little legs together and pull them up in the boat and They'd take them the to land. It might be yeah. big legs, though. We could get you a monster. Yeah. A tree shaker. What was the name of that show, uh, The Swamp People, where they were out hunting alligators? That's still going yeah. on. It was a tree yep. shaker. <laughs> but you know what they catch more than alligators now? 
What? Oh, look, constrictors. Oh, oh there, yeah. In, yeah. Down yeah. there. Down the Everglades. In, uh, I'd Everglades. rather see an yeah. alligator. I'm not scared of snakes, but I, that that movie Anaconda back in the day scared ah, me. Ah, oh, yeah. Yeah. oh, yeah. As a child. And no, that's what I don't the want to hear movie. Turned it yeah. into. You, do you J-Lo. remember who the female lead <laughs> yeah. was in that movie? J-Lo. Well, no. Yeah. It was J-Lo and somebody else was in that one. Oh, uh... Angelina Jolie. Oh yeah, yeah, and, yeah. It was Angelina Jolie. Oh, yeah, she wasn't in that movie. Was yeah, she Anaconda. Was. Yeah. Really? Anaconda. Oh, yeah. It's swallowing people whole. Yeah, it did. <laughs> like those pictures you see on the internet, you know, and they got a dead anaconda, and they say we found this inside yeah. the anaconda, yeah. Yeah, and it's movie. a whole body. Yeah, yeah. terrified me. Does it happen? Okay, I'm just saying. Good, because well, I don't want to think about probably, that. I, I, if it has happened, it's not like it's an everyday occurrence. Yeah, <laughs> and it's not here. It's over in well, Africa we, or something. Maybe. Oops, yeah. I don't know. The places that uh, we duck hunt, <laughs> some of the yeah. swampy areas, so I'm telling you, I'm just waiting for something to jump out of there. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. Yeah, do they have, do they have, have you had any problems here in Arkansas with, uh, with the snakes? With the big snakes? I mean, I, don't yeah. know. I mean, we have some big water yeah. monsters. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. rattlesnakes. Yeah. Killed my dog this year. I yeah. mean, down it's a big, big problem down in the Everglades. Now. Yeah, it really is tough. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah they, I don't know what to do with it. Oh yeah, okay, I'll just flush it down the toilet. Yeah, <laughs> not no. smart. No. Yeah. no, and I'm not talking about an 18 footer. All right, even even my toilet wouldn't handle that. Right. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, give the baby yeah now we got the nutra rats coming up from louisiana i mean these things are this big. big yeah the big rats huh? Nutra. the nutra rats yeah. yeah that would okay. be yeah. right. in new orleans a lot <laughs> used to so my friend, you if you haven't had breakfast yet <laughs> a little ne- a little rat never hurt oh yeah. my. So you new, kittens, new kind though, of taste so new kind of taste <laughs> i am back heidi I'm back. <laughs> Look at me. Yeah, he's here. All right. We'll take a break. More coming your way here on the Dave Ellswick Show. get back uh, together again and billy miller is here of course he is one of the bible guys but i'm going to just have him join up with the power panel with females here today what a treat and uh, yeah, we can you. all have a, a just a fun rollicking conversation here on the air of the dave ellswick show and right now greg uh, Payne is on the line with us from up in northwest arkansas Bring us up to date what's going up in that hot bed of craziness that uh, 
you got schools that are telling people they got to do this and they got to do that and uh, not meeting up with uh, FOIA requests and things of that nature. Bring us up to date what's going on up there, Greg. Well, yeah, it's craziness, sure. sure. Um, and good morning, ladies. Good morning. Um, good morning. Hey, but the, the craziness is not limited to northwest Arkansas. Actually, I think it originates from uh, down in your neighborhood, down in Little Rock. Because uh, my, my theory underlying all these cases is that, uh, especially, you know, the mass, the school mass mandates and mm-hmm. the, the corporate uh, the corporate vaccine mandates. Um, Dave, as you know, you were a, uh, a plaintiff on our case last year against the governor yep. in the Arkansas Department of Health. Um, when the governor uh, acted directly through his executive orders and, you know, the uh, Department of Health directives that we challenged as unconstitutional. Well, this year, what's going on? is that uh, governor essentially doing indirectly through schools and uh, private corporations that he couldn't get done directly. That's right. You know, and uh, we sued him for that. And, uh, you know, uh, last year it was, uh, I think the underlying motivation was $1.3 billion in uh, CARES Act money. Yes. Yeah. Uh, this year it's $1.3 billion in, in uh, the American, whatever it's called, our American Rescue Restoration Plan. plan the AR, yeah. yeah, ARP money. Um, and that last year it was going to you know the hospitals and various organizations, and this year it's going to schools. Yeah. So, um, so what's going on is the, uh, the schools are issuing mass mandates because they had to uh, they had to file an application for what they what they call ARP ESSER money, and part of that, which is directed by the uh, Federal Department of Education, and part of their application is how they is how they're going to. Uh, uh, have school have children wear masks, yeah. and so in exchange, in exchange for that application and and the and the uh, plans for how they're going to mask their children, uh, they get they get checks. I think uh, Bentonville School District itself, I think, it received eight in the neighborhood of eight million dollars. Wow, that, that's what that's what's going on. Like they need the money so, after all; they're already a wash in money. Yeah. Oh well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, the state's a wash in money. State the state is sitting so on a billion schools. dollar surplus. And are they telling us where this money is going? Of course not. And don't ask. That's the other thing. It's supposed to be public record, and you can't hardly get your hands on those public records. Well, the money, all the the applications for the uh, ARPESTER money are are online, at least. uh, I mean, I I do look at different school districts and ask and, and... you know, do search by our Besser, and it'll tell you how much money they're receiving. And they'll have applications and all the, all the, uh, um, all the all the signed documents by the school superintendents, and all that. Yeah. Now, I'm, I'm not even sure that the uh, you know you talk to school board members. Yeah. Um, who knows what motivates them? But I'm not sure the school members know what's going on because I've talked to various uh, members of school districts, and you know they said, "No, we're not doing it for the money. We're doing it for the health of the children." But they don't. The documents are signed by the superintendents. Exactly. So I think the schools are doing this without may or may or may not be without the knowledge of the of the school board. They're they're sort of in the dark. Yep. They just know that the superintendents are telling them to mandate masks for whatever reason, and they just do it. That's exactly what happened in Sheridan School District. Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah. So. Well, yeah. Then you know they, the question is why do some school boards. Eliminate the mask mandates, and some you know stick their guns. Is because they you know they they do whatever the superintendent's telling them to do. They don't. I don't know. Most of them know what how much money's involved. Yeah, not what but, the parents tell them to do, or the taxpayers that they no, work for. Fine. Well, yeah. Well, uh, you know, Wednesday the legislature comes back in session, and they 
you know they've got limited they've got a limited uh, agenda based on the uh, resolution they they passed in order to extend their regular session. Um, although it, it references COVID-related issues, um, I've talked to a number of legislators. I don't think they're going to address um, Act 1002, which was uh, which was found to be unconstitutional by Judge Fox down in Little Rock. Um, my argument in that regard, and I've, I've, I'm going to argue this on Thursday in front of a, a Benton County judge, is that um, Judge Fox's um, judgment as part of the, it was based on the Arkansas Declaratory Judgment Statute in which a judge can make a finding, a declaratory judgment of rights in his particular jurisdiction. Um, my take on that is that, uh, therefore, his his order is limited to Pulaski County and, and the parties that, to that action. Therefore, uh, as, we, as we you know as we go to the various school districts around the state, that his order doesn't apply. Right. Um, and we we should be able to uh, have a judge in each jurisdiction to make an independent determination whether yep. Act 1002 is still law or not. Right. Okay. So we, just, we had State Senator uh, Kim Hammer on uh, in the last hour, and I asked him about the uh, Supreme Court case that's coming off of that particular case you're talking about. He said that they're, they're saying they're uh, Leslie Rutledge said that they were going to hear that within the next couple of weeks. And Kim Hammer said they'll still be in session, so they yeah. they can make the necessary moves that they need to move once they know what the Supreme Court's going to do. Yeah, well, yes, but you know, there's. I think clearly there's some constitutional issues in what they drafted. Um, I think Trent Garner's probably all over this, but um, part of their agenda is so they can make they can make corrections to whatever happened in the in the last se- or in the earlier in the same session. So clearly, I think they can they can make some amendments to Act 1002 to, to allow it to pass constitutional muster. Because yeah. um, frankly, what what we're doing, uh, me and uh, as part of the Story Law Firm in Fayetteville, is we're going county to county, and we are you know it's it's becoming coming upon um, parents in the school districts yeah. to you know dig deep into their wallets um, and and try to try to organize parents. To spend their own funds to protect the constitutional rights of their of themselves and their and their children, that's just an untenable situation. Given that we, you know, now we have a legislature coming back in session, and you know, it's part of their basic responsibility to to do that. Correct. Um, you know, God bless the parents that are stepping up. Yes, yes. But that's that's a burden. It's a burden to them. It's a burden to us. You know, we've been we went to Lono County. We you know, we've we talked to parents from Fayetteville, Rogers, Springdale, Bentonville. Um, and you guys know we've talked to parents down in Hot Springs and Cross it, and uh, you know I've talked to parents about Whitehall, and 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 it's just you know the legislature can with a stroke of a pen can fix the situation. We have to travel you know two, three, four hours and meet with numerous parents who are at wit's end. I mean they they, they the school district is making health decisions for the kids, which is unconstitutional. Which is what I'll be arguing on Thursday that you know the. Uh, there's a fundamental, uh, and it's not even the constitutional rights of parents. Uh, constitutional rights presume that it's that's written in the Constitution and, and it's reserved to them. But what the Arkansas Supreme Court is, it's, has called it, it's a fundamental liberty interest, which is different. You know, if you, if you recall the Constitution, they, you know, they recognize some specific constitutional rights in the Constitution, the U.S. Constitution, the Arkansas Constitution. This is one of those, uh, what Thomas Jefferson referred to as inalienable rights. In other words, it's fundamental liberty interest that schools are, are, are infringing upon. And you know, frankly, they don't have the power to do it. Now, they in, in their briefing, 
in this particular case, they 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 rationalize based on a number of things that you know they they're actually arguing they have inherent right. If you remember, Dave, last year um, our arguments was uh, were that the governor was acting unconstitutionally, but it took him issuing an executive order and then mandating the Department of Health to issue directives which we believe were unconstitutional. Mm-hmm. I believe had we had we gone the had we actually gone to the Supreme Court, we they they'd agreed with us. Yeah, I think you guys would have won. Why did we not go all the way? Well, because the uh, legislature uh, if you remember they amended the Emergency Services Act about two about a what two weeks before we we're scheduled to go into uh, yep. to the Supreme Court and it's, it mooted all our arguments. Mm. Yeah. Um, and then they issued their own statute. Then they issued Act 1002, so that pretty much cleaned the table for us. So we, we, once we became moot, we had to dismiss because, you know, the court didn't like us going in and wasting our time. Well, I can't but, understand. You know, they, they, had, they, had, they had to jump through. I mean, even the governor had to jump. He didn't have any inherent rights except what was granted him by the legislature. So, you know, and he had to, he had to go through several hoops and, you know, cite several statutes to uh, – issue his own mass mandate which ended if you remember ended last may so the school board apparently takes a position that they have the inherent right to do it uh they're, they're saying we don't need we don't need power from the department of health or the governor or the legislature we can just do it yeah. because we have that right so it should be it should make for an interesting argument on thursday um i feel i feel pretty confident about that the law uh and the constitutional rights are on our side and uh, we'll just see if uh, we qualify for a temporary restraining order on Thursday, and you know, let's say throw it against the wall, throw it against the wall, and see what sticks. All right, we appreciate you joining us today. We'll uh, pick this up early next week. Uh, you should have more to tell us by that time because you'll be in front of the judge on Thursday. So let's let's plan on having you on Monday again. Is that all right? That'll be fine. All right, about uh, about seven fifteen. Call us right, up. That'll, that'll work. All right, we'll talk to you then. Thank you very much. All right, right, so that's uh, Greg Payne. That's where all this is. I'm just telling you, there's a lot of stuff going on that the media is not covering. Right. Because they they, don't want anybody to know. Well, they don't think you're smart enough to to figure it out. Mm -hmm. And I'll ask Billy about that when we come back in just a moment here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Don't forget about David Lucas. He's got some new things to tell you about. And uh, he wants to tell you if you're concerned about out-of-control government spending, and you should be because it leads to inflation. If you were alive during the Carter administration, you'll remember that. If you uh, know soaring inflation, you know what that's about because that follows out-of-control government spending. Political unrest, and that's happening here in the country again, and a rapid decline of the U.S. dollar. And it's why millions of Americans are investing in silver and gold to help protect their nest eggs. Uh, The David Lucas Financial uh, Business right here in North Little Rock wants you to know, don't let 1970s-style inflation destroy your retirement. Learn how silver and gold could help you protect your assets, IRA, your 401k, and hard-earned savings. And all you have to do is call 501-222-3315. Uh, They work with one of the only regulated and licensed national wholesalers in the country, so you get direct prices from a dealer you can trust. You want to learn more about buying silver and gold? Call 501-222-3315. Again, 501-222-3315. 
Investment uh, advisory services offered through David Lucas Financial, an Arkansas registered investment advisor. All right, so you may be asking yourself, Dave, why did you have Greg Payne on just a moment ago? (laughs) When you hear him start running down the litany of counties Mm -hmm. that they are dealing with uh, in this issue, that should tell you how serious what is being dealt with is. It can be, of course, taken care of by just saying, hey, look, if you want to have your kids vaccinated, vaccinate Do them. If you don't, don't. Yeah. You know, oh, but you're I'm a murderer if you don't because you're going to kill everybody. I am gonna, you, I'm going to say something, uh, Elizabeth, and, and that is that I look at what's going on right now, and I've been doing a little reading, as I tend to do, about things that happen historically. And this happens every time there's a new vaccine. Well, the vaccine pushback happens. Yeah. But in the past, the word vaccine is being misused here. This is not a vaccine. This is a pre-infection treatment that supposedly lessens the effects. But that was the same thing. That is not a vaccine that that prevents or... It was the same thing that happened with... uh, the, the whole thing no not small smallpox uh we're, we're talking about here even more recently anthrax oh mm-hmm. yeah when that was going on i mean it was that was a huge war if you if you were in the military at that time yeah you were forced to have those shots right you had yeah. to take them or they drummed you out of the military yeah this is not something new i'm just trying to let everybody know that yeah that's it's, it's, it is going on I'm talking about smallpox vaccinations. Yeah. Uh, of course, about 12 years after they happened, they said, well, maybe they overdid themselves by forcing soldiers to have uh, the vaccines. It was a real vaccine, day, But uh, well, it really wasn't. It was to keep you from getting, uh, you know, anthrax yeah. is what it was. And, and it was because of a overreaction because of how it popped up and terrorists were going to use it in the whole nine yards. At that time, it was all about terrorism. Now it's it's all about completely all kinds well, of we, other things. But now we are labeled as the terrorists if we yeah. even question the vaccine. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. We believe in freedom. We, back then, too, we didn't have the, the type of social media that we have now to where people are able to share stories and everybody's talking about the reactions and things, and, and maybe some of these other vaccines, they had reactions, but nobody was able to collectively put it mm-hmm. together and say, look, this, 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 and this has happened. And I think everybody that I know at least knows one or two people that have had an adverse um, reaction that's pretty pretty rough. Yeah. It's not just uh, I feel a little sick for a couple of days. Yeah. Um, and I'm not I'm not anti-vaccine. I'm just saying, you know, you got to think for yourself, kind of do some research. And, yeah. Here's what I, I'll say. Up. People sh- are saying you need to be vaccinated because you can pass the, the, this on. I have gotten the shots. All right. I'll be, I think everybody who's sitting in this studio knows that. I thought it was the pertinent thing for me to do, and I did. But I'm vaccinated. You don't want to get the shot. That's up to you. All right. I'm not worried about you. Yeah. I've been vaccinated. I'm, 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 I'm not worried about you're you. I'm, I feel like I'm good. And and I, I speak from personal experience here. I've had quite a few people die recently in my family. I've had five people die yeah. in my family in the last year. 
because of this. And uh, I will tell you that all of them who have passed did not get the shots. All right. Right. And I asked them to please get the shot. And uh, a lot of the things that they say are the exact same things that have been said about vaccinations from a long, long time ago. And, you know, I, I think I, it always bothers me when we repeat history over and over yeah, and over I again, mm-hmm. especially when it ends up being deadly, right. like, like, like this has. Billy, you, you, you're from the religious side of all of this. Okay? I am indeed. So um, what, are you, what are you hearing from church-going people who follow <laughs> the zombie Jesus? <laughs> the zombie Jesus. Oh, oh boy. Uh, <laughs> Very hey, much. I don't believe that. All right, uh, I, you got to go back to the beginning of the show to understand about that. Um, I'm, I'm very much of the same opinion that has been expressed here, which is that I am not anti-vax, um, uh, except for this particular vaccine. I've gotten all my vaccines over the course of my lifetime, and so have my children. Um, I am not anti-vax. I am anti-force. Yes. Yes. Look, exactly. Um, I'm. I'm. This country was born in rebellion. You know, we, we got upset, we got on some boats, and we left, right? Because yeah. we, we didn't like people trying to tell us what to do. And guess what? In the course of 300 years, that hasn't changed. Um, it's in our DNA. It is in That's our right. DNA to go, well, you're going to make me? Right. <laughs> really? Right. Uh, Individual and, freedom, <laughs> baby. Right. And, and if this were an actual vaccine in the traditional sense, I probably would have gotten those, those shots already uh, as well. But, number one, this is not a vaccine in the way uh, a traditional vaccine works. Number two, the moment you tell me I gotta, my answer is going to be, really, make me. Uh, Thank you. You and whose army. Uh, Thank you. Uh, And and number three, um, understand that the arguments that they're using to force people to get the vaccine, well, you're going to spread it to people who can't get the vaccine. Well, guess what? Even if you're vaccinated... You can still spread the vaccine. It's kind of the other way around. When you get the vaccine, you can still get the virus. Um, The vaccine does not prevent you from getting or spreading the the, uh, COVID. All it does is reduce your symptoms should you get it. So the only person I'm endangering by not going and getting the vaccine is myself. And when it comes to me, I get to make those health decisions for myself. The moment the government gets involved, we have a problem. Uh, and the, the problem here, biblically and religiously, is that we know that there's a time coming when the government will say, get on board or get your head lopped off. And this is just a this is a step in the middle, right? This is a step towards making people simply obey. Come back. We'll talk more about this. It's important that we understand we where people comply. are coming from all of this comply. as far as that's uh, concerned. All right. Bill O'Reilly is going to join us. Megan has to leave because she's got to go to work. And uh, we will be back to talk more about this issue on the Dave Ellswick Show. You know, when you're talking about insurance, and people are now because they're getting their insurance all set up, their health insurance, uh, you got to talk about Pat Davis because he does it differently. He'll save you 30 to 50%. It's real insurance. It's not a share plan. It's a perfect health plan for self-employed people. You get to choose any provider in the nation. Uh, Often you get a check when you go to the doctor, the urgent care center, or even the hospital. There are no co-pays. It's a a win-win situation. Any excess money 
That's left goes to the client instead of the insurance company. So keep that all in mind. It's a lot of things that I just threw at you, but uh, you need to talk to Pat Davis uh, during this time of getting your health insurance all set up so that you pay what you have to pay, but you don't pay more than what you have to pay. Pat Davis is at 501-605-6935, or you can find him online at yourhealthplanman.com. That's 501-605-6935, yourhealthplanman.com. And talk to him and let him save you save you some money and do things a little bit differently if if you've been doing a, a certain way for a long period of time and all it seems like is happening is that you're having to pay more and more and more, it's time to try something else and uh, figure out how you can save uh, some dollars for yourself and your family. So do that with Pat Davis. Dave Ellswick's show continues. Uh, Megan had to go on to work, so she's she's making her way to Sherwood and uh, we wanted to let uh, her know that we appreciated her coming in today and she'll be back with us next tuesday excellent but she made her way to do her thing uh, you know this morning and uh, in the studio now is uh, billy miller i thought billy couldn't get to the uh, the show today because he didn't have a a driver and have found out now that he's well enough that he can drive himself so uh that's be, what happens. Be careful when you come in from Cabot and you know the Tuesday. <laughs> but, uh, That's what happens when Dave sends you a text yeah. and you just don't respond. Yeah. So he goes, oh, well, you're obviously not coming. You're not so. coming. No. So he's here and he's joined us uh, today uh, to continue this, this uh, conversation because all of these different things that are happening are having huge uh, effects on the uh the spiritual realm as well as yeah. our our normal everyday world that we're sitting in a lot of this is being fought in places you can't see where it's being fought Absolutely. In. oh this Absolutely. is good versus evil you it's know? really simple right. in yeah. that yeah. level and with that and, and and talking about good versus evil i, I wanted to bring something up uh, to billy elizabeth is here uh, if you're watching on Facebook Live, there she is in the middle, and then Heather Brown is right here, or uh, Beach <laughs> is right here. Heather Brown, that's a new one. You can use that. You know, well, She's on 107.7, isn't yeah, she? Yeah, that's, that's Alice. I'm, ha- I'm hanging I'm out with say. my old buddies over <laughs> at another radio whoa, whoa. station. So with that said, let me ask something of you, uh, uh, Billy, because I hear a lot of, of, of uh, pastors, ministers, priests, whatever you want to be called, uh, rabbis uh that they say i don't really get involved in politics because mm-hmm. i i don't want to sow the seeds of discontent right in my congregation that's foolishness but how, yes. yeah okay and and here's where i'm going to get to it's foolishness how can you stand behind the pulpit and be the shepherd of a flock and not tell them you can't don't be part of that yeah. Because this is anti-Christ. It's anti-God. For instance, the uh, Democratic Party and their view on abortion, that they just made it very clear uh, that you can kill a uh, unborn child from the moment of conception until they're born. Right. And in, in some instances now, there's people who say you can kill them even after 
they've been born by withholding care. Uh, that is so gross. And they, and they call that compassionate care, yeah. by the way. Uh, that See, the, the Nazis were real good at calling uh-huh. something that was evil. Well, that's really not evil. Look at the good that comes out mm-hmm. of this. Right. So are, are pastors letting down their flocks by not speaking loudly and clear and clearly about this type of stuff yeah absolutely um but you have to understand that our government has created a culture of fear for pastors um the if if you are recorded making a political statement from behind a pulpit you can expect very quickly um to get a letter from the irs saying hey if you don't cut that out uh we'll make sure you lose your your nonprofit status so and that has been going now i will tell you if you're a pastor out there listening to this the last time i checked and it's been a couple of years but the last time i've checked the irs has never followed through no. on one of those threats it's never happened but they will send you it is a fear tactic it is a tactic to shut you up and here's the reason there are only two passions in my life uh and that is religion and politics and here's here's why <laughs> Because they're they're tied together. Politics is the physical expression of what's going on in the spiritual realm, right? The the Bible tells us that there are powers and principalities and things going on in the spiritual realm, and those directly influence our world. And the way those influence our world is through the expression of politics. You think the fight over abortion is not spiritual? The fight over abortion is all about whether or not God is a creator who created life and therefore that life has intrinsic value or whether we are just blobs of flesh. That is a spiritual issue being expressed in the political theater. So, yeah, absolutely. We should we should absolutely be involved in politics. You should be voting. You will stand accountable before God if you show up at the judgment seat and go, well, that was just politics, so I didn't go vote. And he goes, um... I told you to render under Caesar what was Caesar's, and voting is one of those things. Right. I, I'm sorry. Uh, I, I have very little. One of the fastest ways. One of the fastest ways to irritate me, and I have been known to be a little vocal on occasion about <laughs> things that irritate me, is to have someone tell me that they. Oh, well, I just don't. I don't participate in the political. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. <laughs> yeah. And it's yeah. going to participate with right. you. Yeah. Yes, you do. Well, it, the, the the choice to do nothing is a choice. Right. And and what you've said is, well, I'm just willing to surrender to whatever the big group think is. Mm-hmm. And, and that's that's stupid. And it's certainly not what Christ did. Go look at what Jesus had to say. Most of it was bad things about people in political pa- uh, places of power because they were abusing that power. Right. And that's the same thing going on in our world today. And we hear the same thing from believers now that we heard from Pilate. Yeah, absolutely. When they say, because this is prevalent now, even more so than it was back in the ancient world, and that is, what is truth? Yeah. That's been told to us a million different times, that you'll sit there and wash your hands and say, you know, who knows what real truth is? I'm I'm not uh, having anything to do with this. That's that's real easy. Um, there's this book. It's got a whole lot of pages in it. Generally, it comes bound in leather, mm-hmm. and it starts in Genesis and runs to Revelation, and it's all about truth. Yeah. And there, it, you know, this whole uh, relativism. I, I've got, I've got no use for it. Um, there, there is a God, and He is the definition of truth. And what He says uh, is truth is truth, and what He says is lie is lie. And it's real easy to just read that thing. And, and look, I know that we can get real deep here on Tuesday mornings, but 
if you'll just read it and see what it has to say, that's probably enough to, at least, get your, to at least get your life pointed in the right direction. Right. Uh, understand that if, if you go read back in the, the books of the law, the first five books, you'll understand that once every seven years, the entire law was read to the entire assembly of Israel. Why was this done? Well, it was done so that even the youngest children by the age of seven will have heard the entire law read to them. And guess what the expectation was? That they would be unable to understand that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If a seven-year-old is supposed to be able to understand there, am I telling you there there aren't deeper things? No, I'm not saying that. There are absolutely. Scripture says it is the pleasure of God to hide things in the Scripture and the pleasure of kings to seek those things out. That is part of growing closer to God. But... That surface level, a seven-year-old should be able to understand. It's weaving it into the daily, daily culture. Absolutely. I mean, you know, Absolutely. And that's part of what's wrong today is it has lost its place for two reasons, because the left doesn't want us to see it. But and the, the right has allowed it. Because right. the right has allowed it. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. 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 I, it says, woe unto a people who call evil good, good evil, evil and good, good you know, evil. And that is what we've done in this country now. Yep. You know, all, all in the all in the argument of, well, I get to make that choice. Well, you do, but you don't get to say it's right or wrong just yeah. because you say it's my truth. Don't do right. not say that to right. me. There's only yeah. one. Yeah. But yeah. since when do this? Is what drives me nuts? Since when do human beings get so egotistical? That I can decide right. over what the Bible tells you is the since truth. the Garden that of Eden when they decided the that they were God. They were I understand God. that, yes. but I'm just saying yeah. when they stand in front of you and try to say there's no judgment in the Bible, not in my Bible. Well, <laughs> right. I don't know what Bible you're reading, but it ain't the real one. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah mine is uh, mine starts with judgment um, right <laughs> there in the beginning when he go, hey, you got to get out of the garden because you you done messed up, and ends with judgment when he goes, um, you now have to come before the white throne. Yeah, that's that's literally from Genesis to Revelation there, and yeah. judgment everywhere in the middle. And if you don't right. believe that, well, but Christ came and changed all that. Yeah, and part of what he did was that weave a, a whip and go after some folks because that yeah. was judgment because christ came because i don't have to do anything now he's here and therefore i don't have to change anything about my life because i believe that just his very presence is enough right. i believe see yeah. i think above what we're taught and what we know is whenever the- you say completely is based upon your thoughts about something yeah you walk on very thin ice yeah i'm just yeah. just warning you I was there at one time, okay? I've been through all of that. Thank you, Francis Schaefer. But uh, I went through a lot of that stuff. Well, and part of that is um, part and parcel to what the modern church has done over the last hundred years or so, where we've taught this concept of the fluffy Jesus. Uh, It's, you know, he's your friend, Mm -hmm. and he's going to love you no matter what, and that's true. But he's also your king, right. and he's going to judge you as well. Right. Um, I'm, you don't I'm sorry. one without the other. You can't yeah. have right. all the goody without responsibility. Right. Yeah. And, and and if you don't think, if you don't think, Yeshua, Jesus is a warrior king, folks. Go read. Um, it, it comes says, through the line of David. That should tell you be. something. It says when, when he comes back next time, you understand that he wears a white robe, right? That That he is as pure as it comes. And it says when you look upon him... It will appear that he has been treading out the grapes 
And that ain't got nothing to do with grape juice. It's got to do with the blood of his enemies, folks. He will kill so many. And and Jesus is going to kill. Yes, Jesus is going to (gasps) kill billions of people because they have declared themselves to be his enemy. And he'll go, well, time has come that I'm done with y'all. And he is literally going to lay waste to billions of people because they have very much the opinion you've got right there where there there is no truth. I just it's what I feel in my soul. No, it's not. No, it's not. What I feel. There was that key word. What I feel. What I feel is if that's your opinion, you're in a lot of trouble. Yeah. All right. Let's get a break. Final break for this Tuesday show with the female power panel. Not call. I'm. (laughs) And no, Billy Easy. is not. He is not <laughs> identifying as a female today. I just want you to know that. All right, we got a lot of things that are happening this week that you need to know about and uh, need to make some time for. Let me uh, look over at Heather, and she can tell us about what's coming up tomorrow at high noon. Right, we're meeting at the Capitol for a medical freedom rally, and just to make this clear, this is not an anti-vax. Correct. Rally. Correct. This is just for medical freedom, allowing Don't people come to... dressed as a needle. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> like a syringe or right. something. People yeah. should have the right to make their own choice about, you know, their medical decisions. So um, there's just so much misinformation out there, whether you're for the vaccine or against the vaccine. There's just so much misinformation out there. So, you know, until they get things, I guess, wrapped up and there's, you know, more clarity on it, people should be able to make a decision as to what they want to do. Okay, so, now you're going to be speaking, I and am. you've been all around uh, dealing with schools I have. here in central <laughs> Arkansas. Yeah. Is that what you're going to speak on? Uh, a little bit, a okay. little bit. You know, it's but just... It's also a freedom issue. Right, it's a freedom issue. You're violating people's constitutional rights um, as a parent, and so, yeah. So yeah, I'll some big names, uh, people that I, that I know that uh, are involved... Uh, from a conservative and freedom-loving viewpoint, Jan Morgan's going to be there. Bob Ballinger's going to be there. Trent Alan Garner. Clark, Trent Garner's going. There's going to be a lot of people. Right. There's, there's like yes. there's like 15 speakers. Right, and there's also a petition that Jan Morgan started. I think we have like about 5,000 signatures on it, but we need more. We need so um, I've linked it on my Facebook page. Jan Morgan has it on her Facebook page. We need people to get on there and sign it, um, so we can turn that in tomorrow. So, um, who are you going to turn it into? To the, the governor, legislation. No, you're going yeah. to give it over yeah. to all of them. Yeah. We, the people, okay. have something to say. Right. And Secretary of State's going to be there tomorrow. Right. So, our two people that are running for Secretary of State <laughs> right. are going to be there tomorrow. So, anyway, a lot of different people will be there and be speaking. Uh, take the time out. If you can't be there for the whole deal, that's okay. But uh, come and, and hear some of these people talk. And, and what they're saying, bring a lawn chair. Bring a chair. You will want to sit. Right. I'm and just bring saying. Bring your signs. You know, right. bring your signs. Bring you want to be able to be able to do do that. And no, it's not going to be bring your sign like an ESPN commercial. Right. Or it's not that sign. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's not, not what it's going to be. Now, something else that's going to be happening that uh, I did not mention today, and I'm going to turn it over to Elizabeth. And she's got all the information on this. So uh, this has to do with the Freedom of Information Act. Go ahead. That's right. We have the strongest Freedom of Information Act in the country, and we're having the first annual symposium of the Arkansas Transparency and Government Group. This is all about FOIA. It's on Thursday. It's from 9 a.m. to 5.30. It's at the Wyndham Hotel in North Little Rock. It is free. It is free. 
you need to come as much as you can stay as long as you can it'll be all sorts of information about FOIA how it is how it's used what it means we're going to be talking about how to make it better in the next legislative session we're going to have some candidates speaking we're going to have a lot of individuals speaking about how they're using FOIA in their communities like we do in Faulkner County we have the strongest law in the nation that the citizens can use to go out and basically tell your government i want to know about this and they must tell you come and learn about it and learn how you can use it it is free on thursday 9 to 5 30 wyndham hotel in north little rock starts at nine in the morning i'm sure joey mccutcheon will tell you that yes they'll try to deny you the right of the law but you can sue their butt, and right. you'll right. be surprised at how soon they come around in many instances. And we Some still, don't. I'm going to say up in northwest Arkansas, they because they got the smartest people. But Joey and, just won that lawsuit. Yes, I know in, he did. In northwest Arkansas. I said they think yeah. they're the smartest right. people in the class, and they're, and they're not. And we we and do we, have the two top Arkansas attorneys that are very, very, very well-versed in Fort Robert right. Steinbach Robert will be there. Yeah. And Joey McCutcheon from Fort Smith. Yeah. Amazing. A lot of parents have they been using that doing. Freedom of Information Act with the school boards. That's right. Trying to figure out, okay, how many children are actually sick <laughs> and how many are yeah. healthy that are being quarantined? So, I mean, people are waking up. Yes. They're starting to realize what rights they have. So, and it's it is important back. that is as far as this whole thing with the the uh, the shot goes. My and the mask. My big one is CRT. Yeah, critical race theory right, they'll yes. tell you they're not teaching it yeah. but i'm telling they you they're lying to you that's, that's what that lawsuit in northwest arkansas was all about yeah. and they found out they were talking now they have to talk about it they oh, were yeah. teaching oh, yeah. it yeah they were we knew it was happening they and are in every got school it. in the state yeah yep. i believe I that you are you. correct all right that's going to wrap it up today this is a place you come to know what's going on i mean seriously yeah i i think i i pride myself on this radio show trying to stay abreast of what's happening here in the state and keeping you informed on what's you know going on in the yes. in the state sometimes it's hard because there's a lot of stuff going right. on in yeah, the yeah. state yeah. Yeah, yeah billy thanks for coming in always yes, a pleasure sir. for you yes, we'll sir. see you next uh, tuesday i know that uh uh Scott's supposed to be back, and uh, I, I think, think we'll, Steve will be back. three will be here next week. Yeah, so. so we'll have some great, great things to talk about. And for anyone who's wondering, I just signed the petition. Good job. Right. Good job. Thank Elizabeth, you. thank you for coming in. My pleasure. Thank you as well for uh, being with us. Miss Beach, we appreciate you as yes. well. Thank you for I'm having give, me. <laughs> giving you the big, give you the big Miss Beach <laughs> thing as far as that. Yeah. Make you think you're playing in Clue. Uh, it is the Dave Ellswick Show. I'll be back with you again tomorrow. We'll have both our congressmen from the local area on with us as well. And I believe Ken Yang will join us. And uh, also hear from the folks up at Harding. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
the explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.